0: Welcome, everyone, to the Credible Nerds Podcast. This is Justin, and I'm here joined by my fellow nerd and fellow Star Wars expert, uh, Aiden. Hey, guys. And we're here to talk about Star Wars Celebration. This this year, it's Anaheim 2022, and so we have our tickets. We're ready to go, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about it uh, in the weeks upcoming. But we have our tickets. We're ready to go, and uh, this isn't our first celebration. We've been to uh probably i think i've been to five and you've been to three so this will be my fifth i actually have a pin
1: from last time Oh yeah it's my fourth celebration last time so this will be my fifth i think you've been to one more than i have it was yeah celebration orlando that yeah.
0: i didn't go to right and you did so we went to four i went we went to five then skipped six mm-hmm. and then I went to no, we went to seven in Anaheim. That was 2015, I believe. Yeah, uh, Anaheim, same place that we're going this to this time. And then I went to eight in Orlando, and you didn't. And then we both went to nine in Chicago. Yeah, 2019, mm-hmm. Chicago. Now we're back again in Anaheim for this one celebration ten, I guess. They they don't label them that way anymore, but yeah, I think they just go by the year now. hmm Year and the place. So this one's uh, Anaheim 2022. If you're uh, like us and you bought tickets for the, the next celebration after Celebration Chicago in 2019, you bought tickets for Anaheim 2020, but then they canceled it due to COVID. So we all had our tickets. We're ready to go. They canceled it a couple months before. And now two years later, we're back. ready to go now. So um we're excited to go. It's been a long time coming. We bought swag for the last one, you know, T-shirts, of course, some pins, and then they, they canceled it. So um, we bought more swag for 2022. Maybe it was that, that was their plan all along. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, to get as much money as they can out of us. But we're excited for Celebration 2022, and um, we'll be getting there Wednesday, and then there's some parties throughout the week. After parties, there's the Disneyland after dark that we're going to go to.
1: Very excited about that. That's when everyone's going to be in their costumes. There, normally Disney has pretty strict guidelines on the costumes you can bring in, since their cast members have costumes. Right. Uh, but they're going to be a lot more lenient mm-hmm. about theirs, and you know I've
0: been prepping for it, so yeah. I'm going to have mine. Yeah, they've been letting adults. They will let adults dress up for this one uh-huh. when they normally don't. So. Yeah. So what are you going? What are you going
1: as? So. I have been working on a Mandalorian costume. I've been following the Mandalorian Mercs guidelines to try and get that approved. So Mm -hmm. regardless of if it's approved or not, I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm getting it on there.
0: Yeah. Where are you at in that process with the Mercs?
1: Pretty much just like I've got everything ready. I just have to um, submit my pre-application, see what I need to approve or get or see what I need to fix and then once like they say yeah it's good i'll put in my actual application pictures see if it gets approved so i'm i'm right there i have the bulk of it done i regardless of if it's approved or not if it's approvable i'm really proud
0: of it and i would wear it yeah to pretty much anything without shame yeah i've seen it and it looks good yeah <laughs> <laughs> cuz you've been tweaking it probably the last 6 months maybe yeah i did months. the bulk of it up until like december
1: last year Mm -hmm. and then i took a big break because of all the tweaking it's hard Mm -hmm. just to do those small things and then i finally got back into it fixed a ton of stuff and now i'm just i don't know what i'm waiting for honestly i
0: just (laughs) need to take those pictures and well you're busy you got work and all that stuff but yeah so you should be ready to go either way and it looks good so uh, I, I think it's a pretty sweet costume. I have a Jedi costume that I've worn to past celebrations and conventions, and um, I'll see if I'm going to wear that or not. But it'll be a fun time regardless. So we um, we have our badges for this year. We're waiting for them to come. I know I've seen some of them starting to pop on up on Facebook groups and stuff. Yeah. So they're starting to send them out. Um, from what I've seen, have you seen the pictures of the new badges? Yeah. Okay, Um, (laughs) they look kind of, I don't know if cheap's the right word, but uh, amateurish. Yeah, it definitely, yeah,
1: (laughs) I agree. The lanyards that they have look really good. Right, yeah. But the badges themselves kind of look like last year's were, or not last year's, but um, the ones from Chicago, those were really cool, Mm -hmm. and they really put these ones to shame. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, up until I think this is the first time all the badges have been characters. You uh-huh. know, if it's like with the sequels, there was Ray was always the main four-day badge, you know, past person that they use And the Jedi Master was Luke and, and for the VIP and things like that. So they've always used characters. And I think this is the first year they're going with um, locations. Mm-hmm. It seems to be... And the, that's not the problem necessarily. It's that the locations look like they're just screenshots from the movie that they've printed on the on the badge, and it doesn't look as cool. At least from the ones that I've seen. Yeah. So, I'm I don't know if those are the legit ones though, but they seem to be pretty credible sources. Um, hopefully, they look better in person. Cause they're not that great on, on online. So, yeah, I mean with,
1: with locations compared to characters, um, like they're like characters are just somewhere so much more unique and, um, Mm -hmm. recognizable, but you know, yeah. Places like we have. 10 desert planets. (laughs) <laughs> I mean I, that's not the actual number, but yeah, too many desert planets. How are you supposed to recognize them each individually?
0: Yeah. Oh, this one's Jakku, or is it Tatooine? Yeah, or is it uh, Jedha? <laughs> you know, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I like if they pull it off well. It's it's an interesting idea. We'll see. So Next. this is what the celebration
1: badges were for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: they I'm trying to pull it up here. Yeah. there we go so yeah there was an artist I think I can't remember the name of the guy that did it but uh, he did a good job um
1: yeah they they were really cool and um you were able to buy like a full set of them right they came to your house after celebration of course oh yeah um but here are the badges that some of the badges that were there the Mm mhm the art and then they were like correspondent to um, which ticket you held yeah like backstage or mm-hmm. um, like employee or if you had like a two-day pass or something like that four day and mm-hmm.
0: single day and kid child you know all that stuff um, but yeah we were able to buy the whole set and I actually have them framed they over there but um I bought a set of tickets or badges every year except for celebration 6 since we didn't go to that one and then 4 I didn't really think about it till celebration 5 but they display great cuz yeah. they're they're great artwork lots of good colors last year or last time was with Chicago they were light side dark side they mm-hmm. kind of had that theme for th- throughout the the convention you could like play a game or do points or something and it was light side versus dark side. I don't know how how that ended up. I didn't end up doing it. Yeah, yeah, but it was cool. I I did. They had like an app for it, mm-hmm. and uh, based on the
1: places you went, there were um, like points you could get. This is my badge mm-hmm. that that I had from Celebration. It's Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been cooler, but
0: yeah, the five day. That was yeah. the only convention they had a five day uh convention they're usually four and they went back to four i think five day was a little too long what would you think about the five day compared to the four days
1: i don't know i feel like with four days we're gonna wish there's a five day <laughs> yeah. and with five day we're gonna be like man i wish there's four days so yeah. i'd rather have more than less but True. i yeah i definitely remember on the fifth day we're like
0: yeah just there because we have to be <laughs> pretty much we paid that we paid the money yeah. and we're our flight's not leave until later in the day yeah Yeah. But it was fine. Um, Like you said, more is probably better. But we were ready to go on that fifth day, but I I wasn't complaining. I was like, oh, this sucks. I want to go. Yeah. I imagine this one will be a
1: little bit more packed with Mm -hmm. um, just things you can do. So we're going to wish there was five days. But, you know, Celebration 2019 in Chicago also was packed with stuff we could do. I remember our schedule was always... Like meticulously planned out, <laughs> yeah. so we could get to everything that we wanted. Yeah, um, and maybe that's why we were wishing it was four days because we we're just so worn out from everything that we did before. Yeah, because there was still plenty to do on that fifth day. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, they had a, seemed like they had a, a major panel every day in yeah. the morning with you know episode nine announcement, Mandalorian stuff. Clone Wars season seven announcement with footage and uh-huh. Jedi fall in Jedi order as well. Yeah. So every day was like this big deal. And then they had the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace panel. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah, So yeah, every, um, every day had a nice panel that everybody wanted to get into. And luckily we were able to do that. We got into yeah. all of them.
1: And with the last one too, it was right when they were starting to do like all the T the newer TV shows. Mm-hmm. Episode nine was coming out um yeah we hadn't
0: seen mandalorian yet
1: yeah they were ramping up like more games and stuff Mm because at the time we just had battlefront 2 really yeah like battlefront the first one had come out uh, a couple years before that but battlefront 2 was the only good star wars game that was recent and -hmm. then they had uh they announced jedi fallen order and that was exciting
0: yeah yeah that was pretty cool Uh uh-huh so with that in mind, we'll we'll go through the panels for Anaheim 2022. But uh, we're only going to do Thursday because there's, there's actually quite a few, a pretty big list of panels. Uh, so we'll just go through uh, the Thursday ones and then we'll have another episode of Friday and then Saturday and so on. Um, but some of the highlights. Um, so we talked about how previous, in the previous uh, celebrations, especially in the last one, they would have a major... Uh, panel with foot footage from movies animated shows and all that each day but this one, this year it looks like they're having one big one, it's the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase on Thursday at 11am and they're going to have that live on the main celebration stage and then they'll stream it to two other stages the Galaxy and Twin Suns stages but they're going to have everybody there, it looks like. Um, they'll have a special guests to talk about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So, I imagine since and McGregor is going to be there signing autographs that Thursday, Friday, I believe, or he'll be there that week, so I imagine he'll be there for that panel. Um, so that'd be cool. And then Andor, I would imagine uh, the cast, some of the cast will be there for that, and then the Mandalorian, Dave Filoni. Pedro Pascal, you know, yeah. those guys.
1: I, that's probably, besides Kenobi coming out, that's probably the biggest show that's mm-hmm. um, going to be out because there's so much setup. up. So yeah. um, they have to have something big for it.
0: Yeah. So, but it's all this big show, all these big shows in one panel that's an hour and a
1: half. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy that they're doing that, honestly, because... Mm-hmm like every item in that list. I mean, honestly, I'm not super ex- like stoked for Andor obviously I'm going to watch it cuz it's Star Wars, <laughs> right? But, um like Cassian Andor is a cool character in Rogue One, but um I don't really see the hype for him mm. like to have a whole series. Right. Um but I mean, even just the Mandalorian and Kenobi being in the same yeah. panel is crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea.
1: Especially with Kenobi coming out while we're there. So Yeah,
0: it comes out the next day.
1: Yeah, we're we're and that's gonna be two episodes. They mm-hmm. first they had it at the twenty fifth, which we thought was Weird. Yeah. I was like, Why? <laughs> yeah. why are you doing that before celebration? But also I guess um it would kinda start to be at celebration and have Star Wars coming out, but then they did that
0: anyways. Yeah. Um but well, it was a perfect opportunity to be like, okay, here's this exclusive panel. We're gonna show you at least like the first episode. Yeah. The day before. Uh-huh. And before everyone else can yeah, see it. Because you're the true Star Wars, I don't know if true Star Wars fans. Um but you know, you're big Star Wars fans you hear you spend all this money to get here, let's let's show you the first episode. Yeah. Why but
1: not? I mean, it is also like, I don't know. It is it is only an hour and a half. So, I was going to say maybe maybe they would show something. but
0: Yeah. I'm sure they'll show a couple of clips. Maybe five minutes or something. Yeah. Ten minutes. But, I mean, they're also going to show us clips for Mandor and Mandalorian Season 3. So, yeah. It has to share the spotlight. Instead yeah. of giving a whole panel dedicated to that, I mean, I don't know. It's... I think it's a bad idea. I'm yeah. glad we're seeing something, but it could be better in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I like more focused panels. Yeah. I, I, maybe if it was like a a two-hour panel, yeah. but an hour and a half for three big shows coming out mm-hmm. is
0: lame. Oh, in it's in it's only going to be like 20 minutes per <laughs> yeah. series that we'll get to talk about. Anyway, so there's that. That's the big one. Uh, if you can't get in to i imagine they'll show it in the that the celebration stage will be in that big auditorium like Mm -hmm. movie theater type place um and then they'll stream it to a couple other rooms yeah so they have
1: it streaming to the galaxy stage and the twin sun stage which i imagine are just two smaller stages right next door
0: yeah if it's in that same theater we were at when we saw the force awakens trailer Uh for the first time um that that's a pretty big space. Yeah. I mean, it's like a two double level, maybe three, you know, it's pretty round. And yeah, yeah, there's plenty of room in that space if that's mm-hmm. where they're going to have it. But uh, we'll see. And then another interesting one is Attack of the Chords, uh, the music of episode two with David W. Collins. Um, it is the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones this year. So they are having a few uh, Episode 2 panels dedicated specifically to Episode 2. And uh, if you haven't heard the podcast uh, Star Wars Oxygen from Rebel Force Radio, um, or he's he's done his own thing as well. I didn't really follow him after that. But um, with Rebel Force Radio, Star Wars podcast, it's been around for a while. He and one of the hosts there... Did a series on all of the Star Wars movies um, and kind of broke down the different styles and themes and all the music throughout the whole movie and each movie had like three or four episodes to yeah. talk about them mm-hmm. so it's pretty in-depth pretty lengthy um, very very interesting one of my most favorite series of podcasts that I've ever listened to of course I'm a big movie soundtrack guy yeah and David W. Collins does a great job of his musical knowledge. This is awesome. He actually did a Harry Potter one, um, the the first Harry Potter movie. That was the soundtrack was done by John Williams. He did one of those at uh, Salt Lake Fan X or Salt Lake Comic Con a couple years back, and that was pretty awesome. So he he's just really good at his musical knowledge and how things work. Mm-hmm. He studies John Williams, I guess, and it's pretty good. Have you ever listened to those podcasts or?
1: Yeah. I remember you put me onto it uh, in the car one time and you're like, dude, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is all about Star Wars music. You'd love this. Cause uh, in high school and middle school, I was big into band. I love music. Um, and I love Star Wars. So talking about my two favorite things yeah. right there, it can't get much better than that. So I I listen to those podcasts like back to back almost because they're they are so good. He knows so much about music mm-hmm. and so much about Star Wars at the same time that it's just um, it's so compelling. Yeah, you're you're engaged the whole time. Yeah, it's really cool. So I'm I'm excited to see that in person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's again it's an hour, so he won't be as in depth as those podcast episodes, but still, I'm sure he'll bring up the highlights. Mm-hmm. It'll be good either way. So. If you were thinking about that one I definitely recommend that one based on what I've heard already so then there's a publishing panel uh, same time one o'clock uh, from adult novels to kids comics from the time of the High Republic to the rise of the First Order they're gonna talk about all the different uh, books comic books uh, novels short no- graphic novels everything so that's I like Star Wars books I haven't been too hot on them in the past um, couple years probably um, but historically I've really enjoyed the Star Wars books so I don't know I don't know if I'll check that out and then uh, uh, an audience with the Emperor Yeah, Ian McDearman will be uh, doing hosting a panel talking about his experiences uh, he's a great I've been to one of his panels in the past celebrations and that was he's, he's fun to talk or listen to and, and if you have a chance to talk to him it would be great but yeah. What do you think about that one? Um
1: I think that one's going to be so cool. I remember the episode 9 panel in Chicago. Yeah. When Oh man, that was that was a crazy panel. Yeah. Um they were showing the trailer for the first time. For yeah, for the first time ever. Yeah. Um before it had released on TV, they released it right after that. Yeah. Um but you hear his voice. Um, at the very end at the very end and then he walks out like yeah. the trailer plays and then he's like roll it again yeah and you're like what <laughs> yeah and then he walks on the stage and you're like
0: what <laughs> It's he's here yeah
1: and you see Emperor Palpatine in the trailer right um
0: I, I, I don't know I, I can't think, remember I think
1: you just hear his laugh there at the end yeah yeah that's what it was for that teaser one uh huh and that's when you're like what he's back yeah and then, and then he walks onto stage. Yeah, right after that, yeah. and he's he's a performer for sure. Yeah,
0: and that you can see video of that whole thing on our YouTube channel here because we were there and took video of it. Of course, <laughs> and you can see the whole panel, and then we also isolated just like that last trailer, those last showing of the trailer, and then him coming out and saying "Roll it again." And so, yeah, check that out on our YouTube channel. So. Yeah, he's got some great stories. He's been with Star Wars since 1982. Yeah, that's what forty years. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so he's pretty awesome.
0: Uh, they're doing a Star Wars collectibles update, um, prop le- prop replicas, statues. So probably sideshow stuff. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That one's an hour and a half. So, and it's hosted by Lucasfilm's Brian Merton. Then they're doing a High Republic panel, um, which is their new push for the new timeline, I guess. New part of the timeline, mm-hmm. thousands of years before the movies.
1: Yeah, so they've had a couple books, or a few books, mm-hmm. and a few comic books. I haven't even touched any of it. I've yeah, heard some things about it. I've seen some like concept art and stuff, and it does look really cool, so... Maybe I'll get into the comic books. Star Wars books are are hard for me to read because of how visual Star Wars is. Right. So with the comic books, I think, I think I'll get into those, and especially for this panel, because I think it'll be a cool panel to see. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Star Wars is a visual medium, and the the graphic novels are much better. Uh-huh. Uh, it takes a good writer to come up with a good Star Wars story in novel form. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read High Republic either. Um, when it first came out, they released you know a couple books, and then months later, another couple books. And my thought process is, well, I want to wait till we get a good amount of books out so I don't have to wait yeah. <laughs> months and months for the next one and forget about some of the story, that sort of thing. So I think we're finally getting to that point. Yeah, where I would say so. So I might start picking that up and see, seeing how it goes at first, at least. And maybe that panel will help me get a little more excited about it if we end up going to it. Yeah. So those are the main ones. Um, do you see any other ones that look interesting?
1: Yeah. So there was actually... So there's the High Republic. And then there's also Crash Course into the Old Republic. I already know a lot about the Old Republic. Because yeah. that's, in my opinion, the most Star Wars bit of Star Wars that there is. Mm-hmm. Because that's the part where you see... Tons of Jedi and tons of Sith, with tons of Republic troopers and tons of Empire troopers just fighting all at the same time. I'm like, yeah, that's Star Wars. Right. Um, I've played Knights of the Old Republic too you're, many times. You're
0: currently come. playing the Old Republic, right? Yep.
1: I'm playing the Old Republic MMO. I actually just got off playing that to <laughs> do this podcast. Right. Um, but that's you know that's my favorite. So I, I I'm still really interested in this panel even though I could probably give this panel Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I mean The Old Republic, like anything about The Old Republic is worth checking into so this panel would be worth checking
0: into. Yeah, I think one of the biggest fan suggestions that I've heard throughout the years is what about The Old Republic? Yeah. When are we going to see movies about The Old Republic? Why don't they do a trilogy with that or Series of movies about that, right? Mm -hmm. And we hear nothing. Yeah. I mean, they're redoing the Knights of the Old Republic. I'm not sure exactly. They haven't really said what that's going to be, have they? Is it just a remaster or a new story? The only thing that we have heard about it is that it's going
1: to be a remake. Um, And what people suspect is that they're doing the same story with... Updated graphics and updated combat style, right. because the the combat style in Knights of the Old Republic, as much as I love it, is outdated and not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be really frustrating because it's based on like roll of the die, so it's based on probability. You can upgrade like your, it's Knights of the Old Republic is basically a board game. Mm-hmm. Made it into a video game
0: as like the D&D style
1: Yeah, exactly Rules and all that So it's based on turns and probability and
0: Yeah, and it takes a minute to play mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day when it came out I remember, you know, I played 1 and 2 And back in the day, it was a little tedious It, is, it can be tedious at times Based on that uh, combat style
1: Yeah The story in both of them is flawless, right. in my opinion. <laughs> good, good stories. It's so good, and it's so like variable too. Because you can be the best Jedi, like, um, like you can make all of the best light side choices and just be like a real Jedi master, or you can be just the Sithist <laughs> Sith. Yeah, or you can be right in the middle too. Yeah. It sucks being right in the middle because you don't get anything cool, but like you can you can do whatever you want essentially in those games, and it changes the story drastically and the outcome for mm-hmm. both of those games just so drastically and if they updated the graphics and like there is still such a huge following to oh, this yeah. day oh, yeah. like I'm in a few groups on like Reddit and Facebook and there are thousands of members in yeah. the in those groups, and yeah. people still play that game. Twenty year old game. It came out in the first one came out in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and then the next one came out in two thousand four or five. I don't remember. Um, so I was a baby when these you came were out, like three or four. So uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you were watching me play.
1: Yeah, and I I you know I watched you play. I played them when we had the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Back then, I didn't understand anything. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad it's still good for me to play so I can understand yeah. it and really well, get the depth that it has. That
0: shows just how good of a game it is. Cause yeah. what other 20 year old games are people playing? There's a few, a couple. Halo? Yeah. That's uh, Starcraft is kind of big. I th- yeah.
1: Like those MMOs that they just keep working on, like World of Warcraft. And, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, like you said, there's just not, not a lot. that many.
0: Yeah. And it's top tier for sure. Mm hmm. Like I've never talked to anybody who said, Oh, I hated that game. Yeah. There might be those people out there, but I've never
1: They're wrong. Yeah.
0: Because usually on Facebook or the social media if someone posts, Oh, I like I liked this Someone's gonna A hundred people are gonna say, No, that sucks. But a hundred thousand <laughs> people are gonna say this is awesome. Yeah. But you never see that with the old Republic or yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. So Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. So hopefully this remaster, the remake, whatever it ends up being, is pushes that game even further, makes it that much more fun, interesting, and enjoyable.
1: I don't care if it's the same exact story. If they did updated graphics and updated combat style, I would play that game a thousand more times. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm not going to play that game a thousand (laughs) more times.
0: Well, Sour Celebration is the perfect time to give us more information about that. I really hope so. And I don't think there's not a, a panel on Thursday about that.
1: Yeah, not that I saw. I don't
0: remember seeing one in the future, but... I mean, they're missing the boat if they don't do that.
1: Yeah, I am glad that they're doing something about the older public in general. Because mm-hmm. it now, especially, it is such a big part of Star Wars. It's not just a couple games. Like, the older public has been going for a years while. now. Yeah, There's so many expansions. They have books, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the older public steer- series. They have the Bane series, which is... Set right after um, Lights of the Older Public One and Two. Well, it, part of it's during, and then after, when he initiated the Rule of Two, mm-hmm. it kind of blends in there. But it's still a really good game, or book series. But like, they have the Older Public series that's connected straight into the books, and then I think they have a Revan book as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I haven't read that one. I think I tried to start it, but got out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it's cool that they're so doing something stuff in there. there. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one to go to. I'm sure we'll go to that one because you and Mark, our other co-host, our other host, uh, he's big into the Old Republic, so mm-hmm. I can see us going to that one for sure. Yeah. Um. There's an or there's some kid stuff, origami stuff, a Mita droid build a lightsaber, you know, th- those type of things. So if you have kids and you want to know what to do, there's plenty of things. I remember when we went to Celebration 4 and 5, um, mm-hmm. there was a kid's room and we spent yeah. half the time there with you guys just having fun. Yeah,
1: so. I, I do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember making masks and little
0: lightsabers and stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, another cool one, Star Tours at 35. I don't I don't know if I'll go. It sounds interesting. I don't know if I'll go to it, though. I like Star Tours, but I like the new Star Tours. So if it's more focused on the new one, the new um, version of it, I'd be more interested in that. Um, there's a Mandalorian Works um, panel.
1: I think right. that yeah. is... Oh, yeah. Um, you going to go to that? Yeah, we have to if I'm in gonna... to I'm wearing my Mando costume.
0: Well, that's at noon. Oh yeah. And that main panel is to twelve thirty, so Guess we gotta miss it. Yeah. I think they do it one a day or
1: more than once at least. Makes sense. I mean the Mandalorian mercs are just a big part of Star Wars now too. Yeah. Like
0: Five O First and Yeah. Rebel Legion, they're all
1: uh-huh. big. And Mandalorian mercs in the Five O First has a few panels too. Um, I don't think they have one on Thursday, but they, I think I saw one on Saturday, um, where they talk about their costume club, but those are the two biggest ones. And like, if you're into star Wars, you're into that.
0: Yeah. Yep. There's a mythology of star Wars behind the facts and the fiction, um, hosted by a star Wars expert, Dan Zare, who does coffee with Kenobi podcast. Um, so he'll be doing that. Uh, what else? Anything stick out to you? Um.
1: So this one kind of sticks out the lightsaber training with Saber Guild. That is on the Star Wars Kids stage, but they do. So the Saber Guild is about like um actual lightsaber battles, like dueling and stuff. They um it's basically Star Wars martial arts, mm. and it's a it's a pretty big group and following in the Star Wars community. Um, this one's for the kids, but they do have a few other panels in the rest of Celebration that I saw. Um, I would be interested in checking out, um, at least one of them for a little bit. Um, there was another one that I saw. Um, there's a collector's stage and there's a few panels just about collecting, uh, this one, the Mandalorian motion and energy. Yeah. I was
0: just looking at that one. It's in the steam classroom, so it's kind of science based, uh, yeah. real life type of stuff. How that applies to making the effects, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, so I think it's this one is about like the obviously the motion technology used by the Mandalorian because obviously Grogu isn't real and <laughs> jetpacks <What>? don't <laughs> exist, so they need that. Yeah. Um. So it'll be it'll be a cool one, and then. There was also, I thought this one was, um, I don't know the word, but pretty unique. Um, let's see. It was the history of Kenner's rocket firing bubble. Oh <laughs> yeah,
0: I saw that. Yeah, is Steve Sandsweep presenting that one, or I mean, he seems to be the expert on that.
1: Let's see. Uh, doesn't say, but I imagine if, if he's the expert, then he's (laughs) there.
0: I mean, he has one, maybe two at his ranch. So (laughs) someone stole it, stole one of them. But anyway, yeah, that one looks cool. Uh, That's at 4.30. So later in the day. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Uh, I'm like in the, where was it? Shoot, fandom through the generations. I don't know. I like the idea, but I've lived it, so I don't need to go to a panel about it. Yeah, uh, the art of Star Wars poster collecting, seventies oh, yeah. to modern. That's that's the one I was looking at. That's the one for you. I mean, I got I got Star Wars posters out the there's wazoo. You can see over <laughs> there. I got some behind oh. me. You can't really see it on camera, but there's a bunch right there over there yeah over there yeah got too many I can't hang them up I can't hang all of them up so I want to go to that and see see more so that's always my struggle when I go to celebration is I want to get a poster or two I want to get the keynote or the key art poster uh-huh. and then I'm like well that one looks cool too I'm like, I want to get that one I always get Brian Rude's posters or prints Um, I don't know if he's doing one this year but I have a a set up downstairs in the nerd room, the the man cave, um, a Brian Wood's poster. So I'm always looking for a new one. Oh,
1: it looks like they have a, um, on the Star Wars Kids stage, a panel with Ash- Ashley Eckstein. Um, she's doing mindful exercises. Oh, yeah.
0: I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's kind of been into mental health lately, uh-huh. past year or so. Mental Health Mondays and so that's fits in just good with that. Uh there's history of Star Wars cosplay. Oh, that's that's Friday. We're getting into Friday. Never mind. <laughs> so yeah. Um Star Wars original props and costumes, they usually have a uh display with that every celebration, so that'd be cool to swing by again. Yeah. But those are the the big ones that we were liking. hmm. Um what do you think? Is that a good first day? Good Thursday to start off celebration? Or
1: I th- I think they're starting it off with a bang. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, just that one. I mean, that first panel is going to be awesome. Yeah. But they could be more awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like breaking it out.
1: It's cool that they're doing it, but I wish they would do more of it. Yeah.
0: Because what are we going to see Friday? What's on, this, what's on the schedule for Friday? Yeah. Little teaser here. Um,
1: We got Luke's hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't look like anything, like you said, Star Wars cosplay. Um, Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. That's weird.
0: They're not having a big panel on. Oh, here it is. It's at two actually. Uh, Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary celebration. That's right. Yeah, that's what it was. So that's uh, Friday. Definitely be going to that one, hopefully. Uh, so as far as we'll talk a little bit about the the panels, how you get into them. Uh, sp- starting with Celebration Anaheim, Anaheim 2015 was just packed. There was yeah. so many people. I think they oversold. There was just so many people there. And there was quite a few panels that we were looking at get- getting in. We'd go to... You know, an hour before because we knew we had to wait in line and the line was already wrapped around. Wrapped around. is, there's like, there's no way you're getting in. Yeah. So so after that, they started revamping things. And in Chicago, they did the lottery system where they send you an email, those that have bought tickets, and you have to respond and enter your email. And they do a lottery and then they send you an email saying you were chosen to go to this panel. Mm Mm-hmm you can go to the main celebration stage or you're going to the the twin sons stage or the other one for the streaming part yeah so you may get in luckily in chicago we we got into all the big ones yeah so we were lucky that way um but we'll see we'll see if we can get into these or not so be disappointed if we don't
1: Yeah, I mean that's the trade-off. I I did appreciate the lottery system because it was guaranteed that you're in it And you don't have to wait in a huge long line Mm -hmm. I mean you still have to wait in a line to get in there, but like 15 minutes before you get in Yeah, and you know you're getting in so Mm -hmm. you're not like
0: Freaking out or stressed out
1: about it Exactly, but on the other hand if you don't get in the lottery, you're (laughs) not getting into the panel. There's no chance Yeah,
0: you have to make trades or something with people Mm Mm-hmm you get in because they're also doing that with the swag the exclusive so yeah make some trades yeah and i hope there's just
1: like a like a good efficient way to to get that all done because i feel like last time was a little bit hard to find all of your panels so i think or yeah. like lottery stuff so oh, yeah. i think it'd be cool if they had like a list of just like boom, 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 boom
0: of all the stuff you have. Yeah. Instead of sending you individual emails yeah. that you have to track down. and
1: Yeah. Because like they're going to have the app. They do that every year. So I think it would be an, a nice addition to have a tab where you can just see everything that you have. Instead of scrolling through,
0: seeing all your QR codes. and Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. So, but it's Pop. I mean, we've been dealing with ReadPop since, I don't know, 2009. When we, me and Mark went to New York Comic Con and, and even before that with Celebration 5, I think. No, they weren't doing that at that point. But, yeah, I mean, it's, they've been around for a long time and you think they'd figure it out by now. But every year there's always some fiasco. So, yeah. <laughs> but what are – so that's the first day. Um, are, what are you looking forward to? Um, they're also doing the autograph signings. Mm-hmm. Um, Ewan McGregor's coming, like we said earlier, but he's already sold out. He sold out the first day, within the first 24 hours, <laughs> yeah. for a $300 autograph and photo op. And But there's still quite a few other good actors. Um, I think I have a lot of them, and so I'm not really going to do that this year. Because I did that a lot in Chicago, and I ended up waiting in lines for... Hours, long time, yeah. And I, I felt like I was missing stuff, so I'm not going to do that this year. Maybe one or two, but yeah, nothing big. We we have so many crafts mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to get a Ewan, but because I don't have that one yet, but it's three hundred dollars. <laughs> it's
1: okay. We have the other Obi Wan. Oh
0: yeah, uh, Clone Wars Obi Wan, James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was gonna say we have Alec Guinness. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. So maybe someday. Um, but because you can buy them on the black market or the, not the black market, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook groups. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, so there's autographs. What are, what are you looking forward to that first day? Um, besides panels.
1: Well, just the main floor, the main celebration floor. Yeah. Um, I love how they set it up. It's. Just chaos in there. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful chaos. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Star Wars everywhere. You see all the costumes yeah. and the cool stuff that people have. The droids that people build. I think that is so cool every single year. Yeah. And just seeing the um, the pins that you can get, too. They've done pin trading mm-hmm. um, for a while now. Like past,
0: it's, it's past uh, few celebrations. Yeah since uh 2015 i think was the first one
1: yeah and it's a huge part of celebration now i think they they had quite a bit in chicago mm, and yeah. variants galore
0: yeah that was crazy uh-huh the most pins they've ever had then they had the variants yeah like five or
1: six yeah they had like rex and force ghost yoda and I just remember trying <laughs> to find helmetless Rex. Yeah,
0: old Ben. Yeah, young Ben, old Ben, uh-huh. uh, young Han, old Han. I don't remember which one was the variant, but yeah, took us a while to get those ones, but we got them. We got them all. Yeah, and then some.
1: Yeah, we have plenty. Um, and one of my favorite parts was just the the booths that people have. Mm-hmm. There was the one booth where I got the where we both got the collection of Boba Fett pins mm-hmm. i have them all here it was kind of a, a lesser known thing yeah um and if you got the first one then you could come back and get the rest of them but if you didn't get that first one you couldn't get the rest of them right yeah something like that yeah That's so yeah cool. i have i have all the boba fett's right here
0: yeah those are pretty cool they're on the wall behind you
1: yeah oh yeah Look, look right yeah here <laughs> yeah they came with the cards Uh uh-huh the cards that are like the action figure cards that they have for the Mm -hmm. um
0: kenner figures yeah so there's lots of opportunities to get the free stuff Mm -hmm. we got free pins and also on the wall above princess leia there's those cards i don't think the card people were there last time but previous ones you you go to their booth every day and they give you an exclusive card and like those ones up there yeah so you know you just got to look for free stuff and that's one thing i love about celebration there's a lot of free stuff yeah so much and so you can have fun just collecting the free stuff i know i'm part, also part of a facebook group um like star wars swag collectors or something like that and tons of tons of people are making pins and buttons and patches and you know those type of thing and other miscellaneous things and they're bringing hundreds of them to just trade with people. And yeah, f- it's free. Yeah, so.
1: like uh, one I have here. I think a couple of these were from, so Cele- like the actual celebration people. But um, we have celebration Chicago Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his helmet right here.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was an ex- a booth exclusive, and the, I think it was like ten bucks, maybe twenty. Yeah, so not too pricey and. Mm. yeah
1: and then I wonder if they're gonna do one for the Attack of the Clones yeah because we have the Phantom Menace Darth Maul right here yeah that was a booth exclusive as well
0: yeah from Norse Norse Legion
1: yeah that one was cool and then this Darth Maul from uh Celebration it's got the Crimson Dawn Mm -hmm. logo behind him yeah and then there was an Admiral Ackbar one that Mm -hmm. I didn't get but I think you got yeah I got that
0: one um I might have gotten two. If I have two, I'll give you one. Okay. But yeah, and so you you don't have to like collect the whole set of fifty pins, at twenty bucks a piece. You know. Yeah. You can just go to these booths and get one for twenty or whatever it is.
1: And they're they're all just cool pins. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, these are ones that I'll like. You couldn't well, maybe you could give me a good amount of money for them, but. <laughs> um, yeah like like i would I definitely appreciate them more in my,
0: yeah it's just fun to kind of walk around and see what people got. everyone has their own booths that they're selling you know merchandise with the old selling action figures and busts and statues and clothes, galore, so there's all that yeah. stuff, but then you know people just have exclusive personal items that they've created or have the opportunity to sell for from their booth so definitely wander around i like what you said just seeing the floor yeah that first day just walking around the floor and see what's there yeah that's pretty cool we always try to sneak in like the the wednesday night yeah we show up to the 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 building kind of they let you up to a certain point then you can kind of look around and see what's over there but there's been a couple times where we've gotten past and um snuck in. Yeah, not and kind of wandered snuck around.
1: Snuck in, but they they let us in cuz there's not anything you can do there. Yeah. You just walk around, see yeah. people setting up and
0: Yeah. So it's good to see where things at so you can do the, you know, know where you're going basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like that. That first day is just everything's exciting, tons of people, everyone's having a good time and going to the panels. So yeah, just that anticipation. I agree. Uh, so But yeah, that's uh Celebration Star Wars Celebration 2022 Starting on Actually May 26th Thursday We'll be there Wednesday May 25th mm-hmm. And hanging out Till Monday The following Monday uh, If you do Want to meet up Just send us an email We'll try and hang out With some podcasters As well We'll be going to The Rebel Force Radio Party um, Thursday night
1: so, Yeah Yeah yeah. We to get tickets For that
0: Yeah and we'll try and you know just hang out with some other podcasters, get to know them and stuff. Go to the podcast stage. Uh, they do have a podcast stage specifically for Star Wars podcasters, mm-hmm. so a lot of them will be there, and you can hang out with them. Uh, we're not going to be there doing <laughs> podcasting.
1: We're not big enough yet.
0: <laughs> that, and I, I want to see the stuff. Yeah, I'd hate to be like stuck in on, on the stage for a couple hours when there's things going on that I want to see.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: but yeah, uh. Let us know if you want to meet up or say hi or something. We want to do the same. We want to get to know Star Wars fans and connect with everybody. We want to have a good time. And I've learned that it's great to buy stuff. It's great to go to these panels. But I've met some friends, some people that I'm still friends with, you know, 10 years later, uh, you know, have had good experience with strangers and you just become friends because of Star Wars. So it's definitely worth to get out of your shell and just, you know, just be friendly because... 99.9% 99.9% of the people there are friendly and are yeah. having a good time. Yep. So don't be shy. Go up to people, just talk to them about Star Wars. And that's what the beauty of this convention is. Is all the stuff is cool, but the relationships and the opportunities to meet new people is even better. So definitely do that. But uh, any final thoughts on first day of celebration? Just wish it was tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily it's only a month away. But uh, Yeah. Still, still a long ways out. Too long. Too but long. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will have a second episode of Friday, day two, May 27th. We'll get that. We'll see if Mark can join us then. He'll be there. And uh, we'll talk more Star Wars. So thanks for joining us. And may the force be with you.
1: May the force be with you.